Welcome to the Alchemy Incubator Podcast. My name is Emily Jamison. I am your host, and I am so delighted that you're here with me today. I am in the business of helping people change. Actually, they do all of the changing, so I can't pretend like I hold their hands and walk through the process of them changing, but as a coach, I'm there to provide strategy, accountability, insight, and support as my clients identify the things that they want to have different in their life. And I thought I would give you a, a few thoughts about how change goes. And these might be things that you've never actually really thought about. So in the type of coaching that I do, we focus a lot on change. It, you know, this is what coaching is all about is getting somebody from one state to the desired state where they would like to be. And that can be very daunting, very intimidating. And there really are a few what we call requisites for change. So if you are somebody who wants to change, um, the first part is to take responsibility for yourself, where you're at, and acknowledge that you you have the power to move yourself into a different direction. I can imagine some of you are saying, well, you know, this happened to me and it wasn't my fault and blah, blah, blah. And I will say 100% yes. Honestly, if you're alive, you probably had something happen to you that could have been viewed as a setback, really could have been difficult. And victimization is never a choice, but staying in a place of victimhood is a choice. And when you want to move your life forward, that is what is this area of taking responsibility for you. And things may have happened to you that were traumatic. Things may have happened that took away your power, some of your agency control, but yet you have power over your mind, your disposition, and your beliefs about what's possible. So that's the part of taking responsibility for yourself where you're at at this point in time and beginning to look towards the future that you want to create and believing that it's possible. A second part is this idea of cleaning up the past. And there's a, a number of ways to go about this. So first of all, let's just talk about your fixed environment. Um, one of my coaches says you cannot copy paste yourself into a different future. And she's absolutely right. So you cannot keep doing things the way that you've been doing them every single day and expect a different sort of outcome. And a really easy way to start to move yourself in the life that you have into a place where you want to go is to start deep cleaning out your home. And this is also really interesting because nature hates a void. So as you go through your home and, and I'm talking like top to bottom, your kitchen cupboards, your own closet, go through the things that you own. I guarantee you that you will have things that you no longer need or use. Send them on their way. Allow them to go be a blessing to someone else in some other way. And trust that you are creating space for new blessings, new opportunities to flow into your life. When it comes to clothes, um, 
really, really take an inventory of the things that are taking up space in your closet. I would guess, I would actually put money on it, that you have shoes that you haven't worn in a long time, clothes like that don't fit anymore or have holes in them or need to be rehomed or just are worn out. I can imagine that you have things in your underwear drawer that need to go. And if you follow me at all, you know that I've talked about this before and I will keep talking about it because I do think that caring about your foundational garments is really, it's a way of saying that you care about yourself. So go through that stuff, clean out and throw away anything that is used up, tattered, stained, ill-fitting, uh, no longer of use to you or no longer fits with the image of you that you want to be projecting in the world. Get that stuff out of your life because you don't need it. And the you in the direction that you're going should be somebody who doesn't want to wear stained or tattered clothing or things that don't fit anymore. As you go through this process, you're also creating space. You're kind of like, imagine yourself sort of like wedging a door open for a new you to come into. And I just went through this process. I've actually been going through it myself for a few months. I started off the year feeling like, oh, I did that. I did all this deep cleaning during COVID. I really don't have anything else to get rid of. Oh, no, 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 my friends, my goodness. I, I just invited inspiration to come and I didn't really know where to start. But I started to just pick like, you know, a few things in my closet. And as I also really began to be intentional about this part of embracing the change process for myself, I've gotten really excited and really motivated to move things on to a new home. I had my wedding dress in the closet at my parents' house, actually. So not only was I holding on to something from a marriage that has been over for five years, but it was taking up space in my parents' house. And that was a an end that I needed to tie off. So I got it. It was a gorgeous dress. I loved it, but obviously I'm never going to wear it again. And it doesn't fit. And the marriage is over. And so I took it and donated it to thrift store where it can be a blessing to someone else who's looking for a beautiful wedding dress for themselves. So this is the spirit to get into as you decide to not copy paste yourself into your new life, but to be open, honest with yourself about where you are right now. And then weed out the things that no longer fit your lifestyle or your needs. That could be toys, clothes your kids have outgrown. That could be just going through your Tupperware drawer and realizing that you have, you know, eight containers and most of them don't have lids. How are you going to really use that stuff if it doesn't, if it doesn't have a match? Just be ruthless about letting it go. As you are going through your external environment, getting rid of things that no longer fit you, no longer suit you, no longer belong in your home, you are also symbolically signaling to your mind, to your inner environment, that you're loosening things up and you are preparing to change. Part of this process of cleaning up the past involves getting into your mind and getting, becoming aware of the things that might be clogging you up inside. So limiting beliefs, 
limiting decisions, um, past experiences, trauma that you may have gone through. Um, the things that we end up carrying are the parts that can make it hard for us to move into the future that we want to create. And as a coach, this is where I come in to help you do the work of loosening that stuff up so that it can move through and be released and that you can reprogram your mind, do your mindset work and get yourself oriented in a new direction. I think that doing the external environment change is a really wonderful way to kind of loosen up the internal stuff that also needs to be re-examined. Because if you're packing around some beliefs that you don't matter, that your wants, your needs are not important, that ultimately you are not important, you will be experiencing that in the relationships that you have externally. You might not realize that this is connected to the way that you feel and think about yourself, but it is. And we want that stuff to get moved out of your life so that you can have rewarding reciprocal friendships, loving relationship with someone who values you. And this might even be showing up at work. So you need to get yourself cleaning up the inside as well as the outside. And then the other part of change is to be relentlessly focused on what you are creating, where you are going, the life that you want. So one of the tips that I use with my clients a lot is visualizing. Our brains love a good visualization. And like the contrast of this is the idea of anxiety. A lot of people that I know have anxiety. I myself have had anxiety in the past. And when you are experiencing anxiety, you are running a disaster film on every possible bad outcome for whatever scenario is in question. It's like your brain is trying to get ahead of the event, run interference, think about every bad thing that could happen, come up with a plan for every hypothetical scenario. And it is a lot of energy that we put into managing our anxiety. What you can also do with your brain is take your time and energy to instead of developing a disaster film that your brain is playing and then also flooding your body with stress hormones, you can imagine a best possible outcome. And when you do this, whether it's in a specific scenario that you're anticipating or your future at large. And I really would like you to apply this to your future, your goals, the dreams, the things that really light you up and what you want to have happen in your life. But the same concept remains, which is visualizing, really getting into this idea, um, feeling the feelings, noticing who's there, like get, get as detailed as you can hold this. Like, like you're watching a movie of yourself and the situation playing out perfectly and really try to hold that in your brain for about 70 seconds, ideally before you go to bed at night. Now this process works well when you're doing the other things that I mentioned, like taking responsibility for wherever you're at in life, cleaning up the past and relentlessly focusing on the future that you want for yourself. To help you with some of this, I have on my website something that's called the effectiveness checklist. 
The effectiveness checklist is, it's a way of helping you get clear on what are the things that you need to give some attention to, to get into that space of cleaning up the past, tying off the loose ends. So the premise here is that everything which is incomplete in our lives drains energy from us and from our success. And think of it like the force of water. Water is an amazing force. Rivers forge geography, like they cut through stone. And yet, if you take water in a cup and you just dump it out, it has lost its power and its potency. So rivers, in order to have their power be, you know, as strong as it can be, they require boundaries. And the effectiveness checklist is kind of like you putting boundaries around your personal power so that you can move forward, so that you can create what you want to create. And when you think about all these other things in life as potential energy leaks, then you start to realize, oh my gosh, I need to shore up those energy leaks so that I can have all of my power being driven towards this outcome that I want, rather than being all these little tributaries coming off of my river of personal life energy. So like keeping place in the air, you cannot keep constantly doing that. Something's going to drop and everything that's incomplete drains energy from your purpose in life. Head over to um, my website, which is emilyjamesoncoaching.com. And there you can access the effectiveness checklist. One of the things that I've been doing from this checklist, of course, I've been cleaning up and giving away things that I no longer need or use. One thing that I've been trying to do, and it, it really boggled me when I realized that this is a thing that I do. Turns out I'm a chronic book starter and not finisher. And this year I am really making an effort to take all of these books that I've started to read half read and not finished and finish them in the interest of cleaning up the past, like getting these things and getting them to a point of completion rather than having these 20 plus books. Maybe it's not 20. It feels like 20, but having these books that I've I'm not committed to seeing it all the way through. In 2022, I am working very hard on being a person who is committed, who follows through on all of the things that I say that I will do. And I would say I have been that person in my life, but having this list and looking at those things is showing me that there are some areas such as completing the books that I've started and getting those to that point of this project is done. It's over. That's helping me shine a light on these areas of my life that I want to take responsibility for and not have energy leaks anymore. So I'd love to invite you to go look at this, um, find the ways that you can start to take more responsibility for your life and for your life force, your energy especially if you are interested in, in change overall. And then um, I'd love your thoughts on what stuck out to you. What things do you need to work on that may surprise you and how you find this list because it's a little bit robust. I'm not going to lie, 
But I think for those of us who are interested in, um, you know, having sharp, a sharp sense of self and personal power in this world, this is a great place to start. You can take a look at this at my website. It's at emilyjamesoncoaching.com slash about. Thank you so much for joining another episode of the Alchemy Incubator. My name is Emily Jamison. I am a multi-certified trauma-aware coach. I specialize in creating breakthrough coaching experiences for my clients to transform their lives at the deepest layers in as little as six weeks. If that's something that appeals to you, reach out to me. I would love to hear more about how I can help you live the life that you have always dreamed of.